blessing to stand up here in front of you all and to be able to preach to you all um, once again. And I'm really privileged to be able to speak up here and it's actually, uh, it's been a while since I've last preached to you in front of the church. Um, yeah, it's been about a few months for me. But anyways, before I can continue on, I ask for you guys, um, excuse my voice or my throat. I've been sick for the past three days. Um, yeah, I got um, yeah I got sick on Monday, and I thought that I would recover by now, but I'm actually worse off. So please bear with me. I think the youth got me sick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you that don't know, we were playing with balloons. And um, we were blowing up balloons so, with our mouth, so our saliva was on everyone. So it was about maybe like 70 balloons that we used, and basically that whole room was practically filled with saliva. So I think someone there had infected me. So, um, anyways, we'll move on. Uh, Pastor Adrian here, he texted me on Monday. He was, um, uh, I, I woke up and, uh, from the notification, uh, he asked me if I could preach, and I was here, um, you know, coughing a lot, um, really hot and dying, and there was a lot of temptation, there was a lot of temptation to say, you know, no, like I said, I'm very sick, uh, I'm getting hot right now, um, and it's also my exam week, but... One thing that I always remember, one thing that I always try and apply to my life, one thing that mom always says to me is that when I get the opportunity, when you get asked, um, uh, when you get asked to preach or when you get asked to do something for God, then it is non-negotiable and you have to say yes. So here I am tonight. Um, so now our topic for tonight um, if you are taking notes, it is called a gratitude attitude, and I'll be using the story of the um, ten leper, the ten lepers, to show this in uh, Luke. Now, actually, I preached this um, last Monday, so I'm kind of cheating here with the men's meeting. But I still think that this is an important message. I still think that this is an important um, take home for everyone. So once again, the title is called a gratitude. Attitude, if you are taking notes, I highly recommend. Now, this preaching won't be anything new to us, but I wanted to act as a reminder. I wanted to act as something that um, you can that you do in your day-to-day -day life, and so this won't be anything new. I know that when I was studying this uh, in the past few days, uh, it really blessed me, and I hope that it will uh, do the same with you. So, yeah, so now this topic of thankfulness or the gratitude attitude, um, it appears in the Bible many times. There's a lot of verses that um, preach on uh, thankfulness. First uh, Thessalonians 5.18, sorry, I don't have the projected today, but uh, that verse, it's a famous verse, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God Amen. in Christ Jesus concerning you. Yep. Another verse, Psalms 139, verse 14. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. So, yeah. So, everyone here that, you know, we all know that we need to thank the Lord, or uh, we need to show our gratitude 
all the time. So before I pray here and read the passage, um, if I were to ask everyone a question, if I were to ask you all to reflect and think back, ask yourself, how much are you really thanking the Lord and how much gratitude are you showing Him? Um, and if you were to think of your recent blessings that uh, maybe in the past year, maybe you landed a new job. Uh, I know a lot of us received a residence visa. Um, and anything else, those prayer requests that you've been praying for, and you've been praying for ages and ages and ages, asking and asking and asking for these prayer requests to get answered, did you remember to thank the Lord for it? Did you say, thank you, Lord? Did you go to Him in prayer and showed Him gratitude? So... I want you guys to keep that at the back of your head or think about all these things. These are all simple, basic things for us as Christians. Now, um, I know that in this topic here, I know I failed. Um, I've received many blessings and yet I still forget myself to pause, to sit down and just say, thank you, Lord, or to pray to him and say, thank you, Lord. And I know you guys can maybe relate. Um, people tend to pray, 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 you pray for something, Lord, help me with this, or Lord, uh, please give me uh, this particular thing, this job, this um, blessing, help me to pass this exam, etc., or to take care of my health or this other person's health. Um, yeah, so a lot of us, you know, we always ask, 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 and pray, 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 and that's a good thing. Um, but when, we have, when they've received their prayer, or when their prayer gets answered, when they receive the blessing, they just go, you know, like, Woohoo, yay. And then they celebrate and go on their way and they forget to thank the Lord. So um, that's the key word there, forgetting to thank the Lord. Um, so you know, we tend to forget that He was with us. We forget that He was with us today, in the past, and also in the future. Um, so, yeah. So if you keep everything that I've said there at the back of your mind while I go through this preaching, while we learn about these 10 lepers, um, just keep it in the back of your mind and then ask yourself a lot of these questions so you guys can be blessed by the word. But for now, um, before we read this uh, story here in the Bible, uh, let's all bow our heads and let's uh, open up in the word of prayer. Let's pray. Uh, Father God, Lord, thank you for today. Thank you that we could all gather here to listen to your words, Lord. And Lord, um, as I'm preaching here, I pray that you put your words in my mouth and that I don't speak my own words and that everything will come from the Bible, Lord. I pray that you use me, Lord. Uh, please um, touch my voice and my throat, Lord, and um, help it to not be a bother throughout the service, Lord. Continue to be with us all. Prepare our hearts for the message, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. Um, if we could all turn our Bibles to Luke chapter 17, verse 11 to 19. Uh, if we could all um, also stand, as we usually do. So, Luke chapter 17, verse 11 to 19. So, uh, we'll read this uh, responsibly. I'll read verse number 11. You guys continue on with 12, all the way until verse 19. As we read together in verse 19. Uh, Luke 17, 11. Um, let's, uh, I'll read now. And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, they met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. 
And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And he went forward and said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. And fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten thanks? But where are the nine? There are not found that returned to give glory to God, save this stranger. Altogether, and, and he, he said unto him, Rise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. Please be seated. Thank you. So now I'd like to actually um, explain the story here in greater detail. Uh, for those of you that uh, maybe don't have a Bible and you don't have a screen today, um, this is um, good for you. So um, you know, I'll just explain the, the passage that we just read there in Luke chapter 17, verses 11 to 19. Now the first point, or uh, what, we're, what I'll be talking about first, well I'm basically going through the story, is focusing, we're focusing on these 10 lepers. And um, of course, uh, sub point one here is that the lepers, they had a disease, uh, the lepers had leprosy. Duh. Um, so uh, it says there in um, verse 12, it says here, And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. Now, just to put it into perspective, I'm sure a lot of us already know what leprosy is. It's been explained to us um, multiple times, but in case you don't, it is a very terrible disease, uh, a disease that will affect your blood and will show on your um, your skin. So physically, if you were to you know, look at your arms, if you were to imagine just white or um, pink spots on your, on your arm, on your body, in the form of maybe a big blister, or maybe in the form of a really big boil, well, they, they start off as blisters, and then eventually as time goes on, they they rupture or they uh, they rip basically, and then that in turn will leave um, really visible white marks. They could be you know red or brown spots or um, turning green yellow and other things too. Um, a lot of the the people with leprosy, you can look at their facial features. Uh, you can see that they you know their nose, their lips, or their ears. They're just um, they're so swollen that they just become way bigger than their natural size. Uh, I regrettably um, searched up leprosy on Google Images, and uh, you can see people in their limbs, it's, it's as if that it's like cut off, basically. So, um, yeah, so that's um, leprosy there. So there were 10 uh, lepers, there were 10 people with this disease. And now, um, going, moving along here, the lepers stood afar off. Uh, we see that again in the same verse in verse 12. Um, um, yeah, there met him ten men that were lepers which stood afar off. So they stood um, far and far away and that's because the lepers, they, they needed to be separated. And that they lived outside of the camp, they lived uh, outside from everyone. These lepers, you know, they couldn't go into the temples, they couldn't, you know, um, go in and take part in their worship, they couldn't take part in prayer. Now actually, um, if you turn with me to Leviticus 13, um, 45 and 46, just really quickly here, we'll only stay here for um, a couple minutes. Luke 13, 45 to 46. 
um, just a little side thing that I wanted to read. Uh, I'll read it out, and it uh, says here, Leviticus 13, 45 and 46, And the leper in whom the plague is, his clothes shall be rent, and his head bare. And he shall put a covering upon his upper lip, and shall cry, Unclean, unclean. All the days wherein the plague shall be in him, he shall be defiled. He is unclean, he shall dwell alone, without the camp shall his habitation be. So now this chapter there in Leviticus chapter uh, 13, um, is actually the, the verses that I just read, or uh, it's a really long chapter here, but this chapter, if you are interested, it focuses on the, the laws on leprosy, or lo- the laws on people that are um, affected with this disease. And if you, you know, if you want, and if you have a spare time and you're curious to read it, just go to Leviticus 13 and uh, you'll find out a lot on how they treated these different people. I won't go over it now because it's not our topic, but I wanted to uh, just read those verses to support the fact that in verse 46, these people were unclean and they needed to be alone and they were um, separated from the camp, they were separated from everyone. Continue on. Now the lepers here, they cried out to Jesus. Verse 13, it says, And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Um, so that last phrase is important there. Um, have mercy on us. Just like the publican that cried out, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. These different, uh, these ten different lepers, they knew that they had nothing. They knew that um, all they could do was plead. They knew that all they could do was just cry out to the Lord and cry out, have mercy on us, and Jesus heard. Um, and finally, we later read, as we continue reading, that uh, the ten lepers were cleansed. Uh, verse 14, it says here, And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go shew yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, and the focus here, they were cleansed. So, this was basically acting as a test to these ten to see if they would listen to Jesus, uh, a test for them to see if that they would follow him, and a test to see if their faith was going to be shown in action. And so, yeah, they, after crying out to the Lord, of course their next step was to follow him. Now, yeah, so that's the story that we just read here, now that um, we all know. Um, the main, uh, second main point here, uh, if you're writing notes, um, uh, this is called, the point is called the ingratitude of the night. The ingratitude of the nine. So, these nine lepers, their ingratitude, of course, they grieved the Lord. Or um, in verse 17, you read, um, And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? So, um, the nine lepers, they were healed. They were cleansed. And, you know, um, these people, they were more occupied with the fact that um, they were healed, they were more occupied with the gift that was given to them, or they were so happy and excited um, um, that they were healed, and they were so focused on this, that they would um, they forgot to go back, and they forgot to offer gratitude to Jesus Christ or to their giver. So, out of the ten that were healed, out of the ten lepers that were healed, all, sorry, nine of them, um, failed to go back and to thank Christ. Just like I said before uh, in the introduction, we often forget 
we always ask, ask, ask. We always pray and pray and pray. And when we receive the blessing, when we go to the Lord and cry out unto Him, when the prayer gets answered, we become like those nine lepers. We forget to go back to Jesus Christ. We forget to go back to God, to go back unto Him to prayer. And we forget to show our gratitude when those prayers get answered. Now, if you want to, for those of you that are taking notes, if you want to write down a question to yourself in those notes, and if you write uh, in just quotation marks, and if you just ask yourself, am I part of the nine? The nine that forgets to thank the Lord, the nine that does not have that gratitude attitude, the nine that did not go back. So if you were to reflect once again, like I said before, and go back, um, sorry, go back, um, you know, this year is ending soon. Uh, if you try and think back on what God has given you, has given your family, has given your friends, and the blessings He's given you, uh, like examples, you know, like I said before, you receive maybe a new job, you got a new house, or the exam that you passed, or, um, yeah, so if you were to think back on those blessings, you know, did you stop, I think, um, if you were to write that down as well, you know, did you, you know, did I stop, and did I thank the Lord for this, or, um, that I um, stop and say thank you with meaning. Um, there's a difference there. A lot of the time, we just say, oh, thank you, Lord, or um, for the sake of doing it, for the sake of saying it, um, but not meaning it from directly our, our heart. So, yeah. So, if you were to ask yourself, am I um, among the nine when it comes to asking the Lord um, or going to the Lord in gratitude? Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that we should be giving our thanks for. I think one of the things that we don't really um, thank the Lord for is our salvation, uh, for keeping us or for keeping us healthy in, in our distress, in our trouble and sorrow. So there's a lot of um, um, yeah, there's a lot to thank God for, but we don't sit down, we don't sit down and dwell in it. Now, uh, a little bit of a story time. I said this um, back then as well, but I remember um, the day after my birthday. So, um, my birthday was on a Tuesday, and the day after that was a Wednesday, um, after the Wednesday service. So, after the service, I was just on my way home. I was driving, and I was just um, alone in the car. And I remember then, I was just um, praying to God, and I was just, um, just speaking to Him aloud, and I was praying to Him aloud. So, because I had just turned 20, I sat there reflecting back on the, the 19th year of my life, the 19th um, chapter. I guess now, um, if I, when I thought back, definitely for me, the, um, I was introduced to a lot of new things. So, that this year I was, uh, was a lot of new things for me, a lot of ups, um, a lot of downs, but just generally a lot of new, basically. A lot of new experiences that I faced. A lot of adulthood slaps to the face, I guess, uh, as I'm growing up now. So yeah, I was just in the car, and I was just reflecting uh, while I was there, and I'll give um, a few examples. I remember, the start of the year, I got my, um, uh, this new thing for me, I got my license. And I allowed, basically getting my license allowed me to be able to go to different places that made me stay, you know, less in the house, or allowed me, to, it also allowed me to be able to get my first part-time job, and, you know, there I was taught the importance of, you know, hard work, 
and how hard it is to you know make money. Um, I also became um, my mom's no, not even my mom, my whole house. Uh, I became everyone's Uber driver. Pick me up at work. Pick me up from the train station. And um, or you know buy me groceries and everything. So that was a new thing there. Another example for me, the youth started up again, and I'm one of the four leaders. Um, and it's basically um, the first time that I am properly leading again, and I know that the other three leaders, you guys can agree with me that it's not the easiest to be a leader. Uh, it's not easy to think of a new game every week. It's not easy to be able to um, uh, deliver preaching easily or to be able to cater to everyone's needs. I remember... Um, I actually, um, the youth, I gave them all a survey, and uh, <laughs> um, I, uh, basically I wanted to know what everyone was thinking, how they're finding the youth program, and if they're enjoying it, and basically, you know, it's, uh, it's really, uh, after getting everyone's opinions, it's hard to know, or it's hard to cater to everyone, because we're a really big, um, I guess, an age range. And so, yeah, so becoming a leader, I know the leaders can agree with me that it is um, definitely hard. And, um, yeah, uh, another example, my brother, um, him leaving, of course it's always sad to um, have a family member leave the home, but he was also a big part and he had a lot of responsibilities here in this church. You know, we, when he left, now we no longer have a youth director or a choir director and I found myself having to um, step up on his behalf or to fill in in his absence. You know, now I have to play the piano more, I have to lead the choir now. So, yeah, there's a, a lot of examples that um, basically, like I said, this was a story when I was just in the choir and I was thanking God for everything. And also, in the service um, on that Wednesday, Pastor Tabukero was still here. And he talked about um, our, um, my family's house and how they visited the Aban's house. He was saying that there was great fellowship, and there was good food, and then he, he complimented the house. Oh, um, there was a lot of people, beautiful fellowship, beautiful food. And he said, yeah, a really beautiful house. And that statement um, resonated with me because, because I see this house every day, or because um, it's something that I'm used to, because I've lived there for a while now, I don't realize that um, it's a blessing to have the house, and I need to thank the Lord for it. It's a, um, it is indeed a beautiful house, and I should thank Him more for it. But I don't remember the last time where I've um, prayed and thanked Him for it. So, um, yeah. So basically, um, in that car right there, just a bunch of reflection for me. Uh, I was um, just reflecting and realized that there was a lot to thank. God for, um, and I realized that um, with me reflecting and me praying to God there, I realized that I did not thank God for a lot of these blessings that I had. I did not thank God for giving me these opportunities. I did not thank God for giving me all of these roles. I had the ingratitude attitude. So that's me being part of the nine there. So. Um, yeah, and the times where, let's say, I do thank God, maybe it wouldn't be as sincere as it should be, or it wouldn't be as meaningful. So, I remember I regretted that in, in that whole car ride, from leaving this car park over here, um, from leaving this car park, and all the way till, uh, all the way till I got home, which is 
25-minute car ride. I was just praying there, thanking the Lord for everything that He's um, given me. Uh, I mean everything from basic necessities, food, water, shelter, and things that I um, take for granted for. So I thank the Lord for a lot of things and uh, examples that I said before. So, um, yeah, so that's just um, my own story. I know you guys all have your own um, things to think about. You have your own reflections to sit, pause, and uh, to say thank you. So, uh, so yeah, that was the point there, the gratitude of um, the night. So the next point here is, of course, talk, uh, is now the gratitude of the one, the remaining person there that did go back to Jesus Christ, the remaining person that um, uh, he took his effort to go out of his way to not celebrate, um, but to first thank the Lord and to ask, um, to thank him for curing him from the disease. So the gratitude of the one or the person that we need to aim to be like. So the leper here, the one, his praise was prompt or basically um, he thanked the Lord straight away. Um, so he, he didn't wait and see if maybe the, the leprosy would maybe come back. He didn't, um, he didn't um, wait and do nothing, but immediately he started to praise God in the verses that we read. Um, yeah, so the first thing he did there was to go to the Lord straight away. And that's what um, the attitude that we need to adopt, which is the gratitude attitude. And how did he do this? Uh, he started to witness to the people and told everything, uh, told everyone what had happened to him. So verse number 15. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, and this part here, and with a loud voice glorified God. So it says there, with a loud voice, he glorified God. Now, um, there were probably people around him that heard him praising God. Or there were people around him that heard him um, praising and telling him and telling them that he had been healed thanks to Jesus Christ. You know, this healed man, he wasn't ashamed, or he wasn't ashamed to confess, and like it said there, with a loud voice that he was healed. He wasn't ashamed of all the great things that the Lord um, did for him. And yeah, one of, a lot of one of the things that I noticed with a lot of people in our church, which is a blessing. I know my mom does it a lot, um, and very often. And it's just that simple phrase of saying thank you, Lord, out loud. And um, I know my mom does this all a lot, and it's an example that I've been trying to um, improve on and trying to copy. But yeah, out, you know, out loud when she receives a blessing, she'll just say thank you, Lord. And I've heard Tita JP say it as well. A lot of people say it in there. So that's a habit that I would like to improve myself, and I'm sure that you guys can also. Um, adopt that attitude too. You know, whenever something good happens, just right there, you just stop there and think or say out loud, thank you, Lord. So, just like this healed man, he went to his friends, or um, just like this healed man, uh, you should go to your friends, go to your own family, and just share your blessing, or share that your um, prayer has been answered. Um, um, so I'm going to turn here to Mark chapter 5, verse 19. Mark chapter 5, verse 19. Howbeit, 
Jesus suffered him not, but saith unto him, Go home to thy friends, and tell them how great things on the Lord hath done for thee, and hath had compassion on thee. So, um, yeah, so says there, go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee. So that's um, what this, um, the one did, and what uh, we should aim to be like, to tell our friends, to tell our family um, that God has helped you, and that um, the great things that the Lord hath done for you, um, just tell it to everyone. I'm glad in the prayer vigil uh, we can see uh, the praises, or we, um, you know, you notice sometimes that the prayer, the prayer requests, um, then get turned into a praise, um, and that's a big blessing. And that's why uh, when we pray, we um, thank the Lord and praises. Uh, you can also see in the the messenger group chat, people are sharing their blessings. Um, like a, lot, a, a common example where the people getting their residence visas. And you can just see in the chat, amen, 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 and the whole church is supporting them. And um, yeah, so that's, you know, sharing their blessing and telling it to everyone there. So um, just like the healed leper or the gratitude of the one, that's when we need to be um, prompt, to be quick, and to praise him whenever we receive a blessing, or to thank the Lord straight away, and to not be afraid to witness or to tell other people about the blessing that we have um, received. So, next one here, um, in Luke 11. Sorry. Um. Luke 17, sorry. Luke 17, verse 16. Um, says here, And fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. So, um, yeah, so um, the point there was that the one, or the, um, the one that we need to be like, he came with humility, and he came and worshipped Jesus. So his act of going down on Jesus' feet, his, uh, his act of dropping his head, his act of bowing down to Jesus Christ, that is the utmost or basically the best way to, sh um, to give respect or the best way to give thanks to Jesus Christ. And yeah, he was showing his humility. He knew that he was unworthy of him. He knew that he was a sinner and he was not worthy for everything that the Lord had given to him. So of course, uh, he knew that. And that meant that he needed to show more of his gratitude, and that's why he knelt down and he bowed his head. So, um, yeah, so just like that person there, um, if you ask yourself, you know, when was the last time when you as well, you dropped down on your knees, you bowed your head? Um, when, um, you know, when was the last time when you were uh, like that, you know, um, showing your utmost humility, thanking the Lord? For what he's done and showing sincerity. I know um, it's been a while for me to really um, pray to God and to um, basically to pray with all of my humility. And yeah, and it's something that um, we need to do and something that you know I know I need to work on. So um, to um, to uh, close it here. Um, so because uh, the one here. The gratitude of the one, 
his praise was prompt because he thanked Jesus straight away. Because he told um, and witnessed his blessing to different people. And lastly, because he went down with humility and he bowed down at Jesus' feet. The last sub point here. Because of all of these things, he received a um, greater blessing compared to the other nine. Verse 19 here, it says, And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. So Jesus here, he said to the one, the one that came to him, the last part of the verse, Thy faith hath made thee whole. So this basically means, Thy faith, your faith has protected you, Thy faith um, has delivered you. So, you know, this means when we're showing our own thankfulness, when we have that gratitude attitude, um, in turn, that will give us our own blessing. Um, so, of course, all of the ten lepers, they were all blessed. Um, they all were healed by this dangerous disease, but they were the nine were not as blessed as this one person here that went back. So, um, we can see that the, um, um, the, the one, his expression of love and his great gratitude, it pleased the Lord, it made him happy. And so, um, yeah, so if our, ourselves as well, if we want to grow into having a better Christian life, then just the simple thing here of having a gratitude attitude, and to, um, yeah, we need to um, try and praise God more for every blessing, for everything that happens um, in our life. So, um, yeah, that was all the main points that I had today. Sorry, it wasn't too long. But, um, yeah, so uh, I'll just um, read out the, the main points here besides the story. So we focus on the ingratitude of the nine. And uh, um, this, of course, their ingratitude, they agreed to work that um, they didn't show their thankfulness for getting healed. Um, and, you know, and you can relate there. If you were to think back, um, there's a lot of prayers that, uh, like I said before, that we always ask. But we forget to go back to Jesus. We forget to go back to God, and we adopt and we're adopting that attitude of the um, of those nine there. Um, and yeah. So and then so the ingratitude of the nine there, and then the gratitude of the one, like I said before, um, the one that we need to interview. Like um, this one here, his praise was prompt. His praise was quick. After he received his blessing, he instantly went to Jesus and thanked him. So when, when you yourself receive that blessing, that's the first thing you should do. Um, praise him um, quickly, and yeah, his, his praise was prompt. And um, how did he do this? So the one here, he started to witness to the people, he told everyone what had happened to him. Um, and he um, said with a uh, loud voice, he glorified God. So he was telling other people, of the blessing that he had, he told other people that he was healed thanks to Jesus Christ and that's the attitude that we need to adopt when we receive a blessing, we should tell other people, believers and unbelievers alike. So this healed man, he wasn't ashamed, at times we can get ashamed to talk about you know, the topic of God uh, when it comes to maybe unbelievers, but um, this person here, um, he wasn't ashamed to confess and to say with everyone with a loud voice that he was and um, yep, the next one day, he came with humility and worshipped Jesus. He bowed down his head. He knelt down, uh, bowed down his head, and uh, fell down at his feet. 
So he showed his utmost humility when, when it came to thanking him and to praying. And then uh, lastly there, yeah, we, um, um, the, the one that received a greater, a greater blessing than the nine. So, um, yeah, um, I, after, I remember after that, you know, like that story I said back then of um, the story of, of me um, reflecting in the car. I've, I've been trying to, or after that day, just trying and trying to incorporate into your thinking um, God more. And um, what I've been doing, and if you guys want to, you know, maybe do it yourself, is that, you know, um, whenever you're praying, whenever you're um, having your one-on-one -on -one with Him, before asking all of your wants, before you're asking all of your needs, the first step is to um, actually to thank Him first and to praise Him, to show your humility to Him and not just, you know, just to be always asking and to be um, always, um, yeah, to just always asking Him. But, you know, when, we, when we're starting off with our praises and meaning it, when we're showing our gratitude from our hearts, that's when our, like the, uh, like the one there, that's how we show our humility. So, um, you know, just like the prayer video, um, and the prayer requests there, it starts off with the praises and then the prayer requests. So that's one thing that um, um, one thing that I've been trying to do, and if you guys want to do it as well, then I would recommend it. Another one is just um, just having a set time or a set place, set anything where you just um, on out of your day, just set time, set place to pray to him, and then that's when you would thank him. Um, myself uh, or Sorry. Um, yeah, there's probably a time when you're by yourself, when it's uh, there's no one next to you, and you have a chance to be all alone with God, and that's a perfect chance to to talk to Him and to thank Him. Myself, um, I um, I've been liking like I pick up my mom every day, so um, while I'm um, praying there and while I'm driving, that's when I'll uh, talk to God there and also. You know, before going to sleep and other things. Maybe you have a commute to work, maybe you have a commute to school, you can do the same thing there. And um, yeah, just to end it off here, um, um, the choir, if you guys remember, the, um, there's a song that we sound often, and it's called um, So Much to Thank Him For. And I was listening to this um, before I drove here. And yeah, that song, if you remember, that really resonates with this um, topic that I preached today. And um, I would sing it, but my throat really hurts right now, so I'm not going to do that. Um, the lyrics here, um, when I look around and see the good things he does for me, I know I'm unworthy of them all. It feels great to say the words and not to sing it. But, um, so yeah, there's a lot of things, good things that God does for us, and yes, we are unworthy, we are sinners, and um, yeah, uh, continuing on here, it says, and his blessings he freely gives, I owe my whole life to him, I've got so much to thank him for. So um, yeah, that's the same thing, self-explanatory, God is raining us with blessings, and um, we owe our whole life to him, and we've got so much to thank him for. So once again, um, that's, that's actually all I have for tonight, but like I said before, this isn't anything new to us, but this, will, this should act as a reminder to you all 
to try and to develop or to try and remember to have that gratitude attitude. To be like the one that went back to Jesus Christ and to not be like the nine that showed their ingratitude. But um, yeah, so thank you. Uh, let's all bow our heads. Let's pray. Father God, Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for this day that you've given us. Thank you that I could uh, speak up here and to be given this um, privilege to be able to speak in front of the pulpit, Lord. I pray that you touch these people's hearts and that you, um, uh, everyone may develop that gratitude attitude, Lord. Help us to remember to thank you, Lord, uh, to thank you more um, in our daily lives and to make it a habit and also a lifestyle. So, and Lord, I pray um, after this, Lord, as we go our separate ways, that you give us your traveling mercies. Thank you for everything that you've done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 <laughs>
we don't thank the Lord because we are not that bad, you know. We don't have to pray all the time. There are so many reasons. Um, there are so many reasons why we don't thank the Lord. And then remember, every time that we don't ask God for, you know, uh, uh, or give God the thanks that He deserves, He is healing. And He's asking the question, where are the nine? So I hope that we'll remember that, okay? We have so much uh, to thank the Lord. We have so many things in our lives that we need to thank the Lord and we don't. And remember that, that the Lord will ask. Every time you receive blessing, every time you wake up in the morning and you, know, um, you have jobs to do, you, have, you still have a job, you know? So many people do not have jobs. Thank the Lord. Um, you come home and you see your family intact, healthy, thank the Lord. So we have a lot of things to thank the Lord. As I said, as the song said, count your many blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you that the Lord has done. Alright, let's sing that um, final hymn, brother. What's our final hymn? I know it. <laughs> count your many blessings. <laughs>